Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 389. And tonight, we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale number 239, Sister Cities Vermilion Falls. And I love this kind of episode. Yes, it was a surprise from the very beginning because we had a new voice coming over on the radio. The Vermilion Falls radio station is swapping signals with the Night Vale radio this week because apparently the city council Vermilion Falls is on friendly terms with the city council in Nightvale, and I want to see the fan art of that because I have to imagine yeah. Vermilion Falls' city council is probably just as disturbing. Yeah. But it was very folksy announcer, just so pleasing to listen to it the entire way through. Oh, yeah. And it's the type of episode that's my favorite because it's just a little distilled episode of random weirdness. I was thinking the other day that there's sometimes when I kind of miss the early episodes of Night Vale, they were maybe not as polished as what we've got now, but they were always, every single episode was always like a new bit of weirdness. And now we have a mythology that follows along, which is still very good, but Boy, I just do love concentrated weirdness. It is. And this was a very good example of that. I mean, yeah. the running theme of this episode is do not pet the wolfmen. And I just loved everything about that. Not only are there wolfmen and not only do they roam the woods occasionally, but there's this overwhelming desire of people, specifically George North, to <laughs> pet them. And the radio host was just constantly having to say, all right, we've been over this. Yeah. yeah. And I sort of thought that his voice reminded me a little of Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. It was like a combination of Dale Cooper and half the residents of Twin Peaks. That's what his voice sounded like. So it was just... Like you said, a collection of random weirdness, like the announcement about the man who comes out of the lake has come out of the lake. And, you know, do not look at him. Do not stare at his gray eyes. Um, You know, we don't know what he wants, but we know he wants something. (sighs) Very super dangerous. Also, I love the fact that there is a sale at the Coach Warehouse. It's not Couch Warehouse. It is Coach Warehouse. They are actually selling coaches, like the kinds with tracksuits and whistles, and they're 50% off. I mean, they cost the same as they always do. There's just 50% less of their bodies currently. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he went into detail about the coach warehouse, but also into detail about the stuff that they sell. And I love this line, middling quality people for the lowest prices. (laughs) Oh, God, really creepy. We go right from there into the community calendar. Monday, there is a bonfire in the market, and it will go on up until the automatic sprinklers shut everything down. So get there early. And on Tuesday, Olive Newman is leading a nature walk, and the rules of the nature walk are simple. You have to walk at four miles an hour, and you'll get a warning if you drop below that. And after three warnings, something bad happens. Now, they didn't say Stephen King's The Long Walk, but of course you know that's what that was in relation to I remember I had a coworker who loved that story so much she wanted to do a like a pilgrimage to the area where it was filmed oh, wow. and then like walk the track and see how long they could keep going without dropping under four miles an hour. And I thought, I love that someone is that passionate about that. I could not do that. I mean, the first thing I would do is just stop walking and like get it over with and then maybe stroll a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It just, that story, I really think I've only read it the one time, but my God, does it stick into your brain? It does because it is just so close to reality. I mean, you know, it would only take a little bit of relaxing of rules for us to get some Something exactly like that. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so Wednesday is not happening, and you know why, and you should be ashamed. <laughs> no, I didn't take enough notes on Thursday, but I think it was a pet adoption in the mines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go someplace into a very deep, very dark place to get the pets, and I don't like to think of what you'd find down there. No, it, it honestly felt like there wouldn't be any pets there. That was just the excuse to get the mine owner to get people to crawl into the mines. Probably, yeah. Uh, Friday is on vacation, so we're just going to do Thursday again. <laughs> <laughs> and Saturday is the sign-up for the rec leagues, and that sounds horrific as well. So, we, of course, we keep coming back to the warnings about please do not pet the wolfmen, and the radio announcer is just getting more and more exasperated. It's just like, they're unnatural fiends. It's not going to end well for anyone, least of all you, but it's going to be the other citizens who will have to deal with the mess. Yeah, yeah. So we had a word from our sponsors. It's Handsome Pete's Tire Maintenance and Repair, and the announcer says that they're wonderful, they do a great job, and he gets his tires replaced twice a week, which is what they recommend, which, you know, is kind of time-consuming, and he's also in a lot of debt, but it's worth it to have good tires. <laughs> Another quick aside, I've tried every tactic, George North. This doesn't just affect you. <laughs> but he's just still trying to convince him that it doesn't matter if everybody that he knows is also a wolfman their lives are short and brutal. But, you know, we will come back to this later after we go to sports. And then the music started playing. We're like, oh, it's the weather. Yeah. <laughs> the song was A Ragged Sayonara by the Bipeds. And I wrote down country, folk, um, southern ballad. It was really, I enjoyed it. It was really pleasant. Yeah, it was folksy. I think it was mostly banjo accompaniment. And I have the notes very ragged and rambling. Yeah, it was neat. So we return from sports, um, and he says that we're now in a town that is overrun, overrun by people wanting to pet the wolfman. And the announcer's trying to be understanding, but he's just really irritated that people don't seem to understand that there are consequences. He said something like, this is not a frictionless fairy tale. And I thought, ooh, that's a good way of putting it. It's a very good way of putting it. But he just, he doesn't know what to do. And George North has now gone missing. You know, if you have any knowledge of his whereabouts, Keep it to yourself. Nobody likes a tattletale. <laughs> and it uh, wraps up the episode with stay tuned for howls from the woods and tentative answering howls from the houses below. Very cool. Just like it. Just very short cool. and sweet. Yeah, it was very fun. I mean, and I'm going to have to check out, we'll put a link in the podcast description, T.D. Mishke, the uh, announcer for this week. He has his own podcast. Kind of makes me want to go listen to his podcast. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was very fun. And I just double-checked real fast. It says it's written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, but I don't know if that's the specific episode that's written by them or if they're talking about the podcast as a whole, but there wasn't a separate writing credit this time, so I assume that it is by our favorite duo. Yeah. So in other news, we are now two, three episodes behind on Doctor Who. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that. Yeah, well, it's just still haven't caught up yet. I understand it's going well. I hear good things. It's nice. I mean, though our friend Vincent, he said, I think he was watching one of the episodes, and he didn't seem to be too happy about it, but I'm not sure why. And I'm not sure Nathan's 100% thrilled. I think it's sort of the kitchen sink uh, element that they did in that first episode. You know, it's like girl power and representation and power and nostalgia and all this stuff. I'm like, it might have been a bit much for some people, I think. But I did, I thought it was hilarious. Well, 
It's irritating, but also hilarious that there's been a news story with a headline um, going around about 100 complaints about the transgender character being inappropriate. But it's like over 17 million people watched the first episode, but they decide to focus on 100 people who were irritated enough to complain about it. I'm like, shouldn't it be like almost 17 million people watch the episode with no problems? So, yeah. Disappointing. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Oddly enough, what I started watching this week, I have no idea why. I should absolutely be watching Doctor Who, but I didn't. I started watching the second season of Carnival Row. Oh, how is it? It's good. It's not like the greatest thing ever. I'm just sort of amazed. I don't know. What would you say? We've talked before about an IMDb. And 6.5 is when, you know, that kind of rating on IMDb, usually you're going to be okay. It's not going to be embarrassing. It doesn't get really good until you get into seven point something, right? Right. There's a bunch of episodes in the first season that have like high eight point ratings. Really? I don't know. If they would just turn up the freaking lights on that show. And that was the most irritating thing that I found about the first season was the fact that they just kept everything so dark. Yeah. No, I mean, the effects are good. I think they may have actually solved that. I don't remember having that thought. And I've only watched two and a half episodes at this point. I love the effects on the wings. We've talked before about how it's such a great costume choice to have the wings when they're not flying just kind of drape down their back Mm -hmm. it's just perfect but i've noticed there are several times when one of the fae is kind of startled or thinking about something they they don't shortcut they actually have the wings like moving around kind of in response to things that they're thinking about so they didn't scrimp on the cgi on this okay well i may have to give that a try i've actually been re-watching the hawkeye tv series because Uh, i kind of like the idea of doing that every december just because it's so fun yeah oh and before i forget yeah my thing about the reason why i brought up the imdb ratings for one in the first season several eight point ratings I'm a little nervous because the final episode of this second season is the final episode of the series. It will not be renewed. I've heard it got, it was a victim of COVID. Oh, hell. Lost too much momentum. Yeah. But the final episode has got like a 6.7 rating lower than any of the other episodes. Hmm. And I'm like, that's, I'm hoping that's just because people are disappointed that it was the ending, you know? Could be. Did they, did they like actually wrap it up or is it cut off at the knees? I I think I heard that they did wrap it up, but it may have been rushed. Ah. I don't know that they knew how much time they had, but, eh, you know, um, I'm hopeful. But, yeah, I don't know why I'm watching that when I don't really have any expectations of it. When I have perfectly good Doctor Who episodes to watch, I don't know. Right, yes. Well, I spent an evening the other day watching Interstellar, which is from, like, the 2000, the, the like, the 2010s, something like that, yeah. like, ages. I liked it. I thought okay. that was, I mean, I kind of wish I'd seen that in the big screen, because it's, like, oh, this yeah. overwhelming, but I liked the robot character, and I think you will, too, and it's not what you're expecting at all, so it's just, it's a good movie. It, despite the fact that it's almost three hours long, and I wish... Christopher Nolan would stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. Even Inception, which is one of my favorite of all of his movies, even that, by the time you get to the third act, you're like, 
All right, this is starting to get a little unwieldy here. But yeah, yeah, the whole bit with the fight in the the snow section, whatever, yeah. and the, everybody on snowmobiles and guns blazing, like ah, oh, get to the point. Yeah, and also I started to lose track of how the rules worked that far down, but that's okay. That's no. a complicated movie. No, it, when you get into the final act in Interstellar, there is just so much hand waving about the technology oh. being like beyond anything humans have seen. That kind of thing. That's fine. But speaking of wishing that you could have seen it on the big screen, I'm sort of torn. I haven't re-upped my Netflix membership yet. Sometimes I watch it over at my friend's place when I'm pet-sitting for them. Um, I'm going to do that, you know, as soon as we get more Arcane or more Beastars or whatever. But I just found out that Across the Spider-Verse is streaming on Netflix. Oh, dang. I was hoping that was going to come to Disney Plus for some reason. Oh, shoot. I think it's because it's a different studio. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But, which is fine. But now I'm sort of wondering, I mean, I've waited this long. What are the odds? It's got to get nominated for an Oscar, right? I mean, oh, I would on. think so. I mean, for effects, if nothing else. I mean, the, if the animation is anything like the first one was, it's going to be a stunning movie. Well, they're slowly moving the Oscars back to when they used to have them. I mean, they uh-huh. had them really delayed because of COVID and everything. And now they're just pushing it back, pushing it back. I don't know. I mean, maybe I should wait until it gets nominated and then I can see it on the big screen because I've heard that's quite a thing to see. Yes, I think that's a good idea. I kind of wish I had seen the first one on the big screen as well. Mm. I mean, Mm -hmm. just, I mean, I'm trying to think about, yeah, I knew I was absolutely going to adore it when he's first getting his spidey sense and he's in that warehouse and you see the words behind him in the window, look out, (laughs) just (laughs) something comes crashing through at him. I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. I like that. Yeah, I need to actually rewatch that one. That would be a great one. I don't know if that one's on Netflix. I, I probably should have checked before we started recording, but why would we prepare? Why would we prepare? The only other thing that I've watched, I have been watching a few episodes of the latest season of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the episode where the leader of The Mandalorians is saying that Bo-Katan is going to be the one to sort of lead them into the next chapter and she doesn't have to wear her mask anymore. Now, I wanted to check with you because you had said that there was a moment where you didn't quite like ship Bo-Katan and Din Djarin, but there was a moment in one of the episodes where you figured that Bo-Katan was probably looking over at Din Djarin like, hey, but has that happened already? No. No, I don't think okay. so. All right. There has been a lot of fun. And the boy, the effects are really surprisingly good. You know, They are. That episode, wasn't that the one where they rescue the little boy from the, the big dragon-like uh, bird monster sort of thing? Close. That was the previous episode. This was the episode where they rescued the town from the pirates, which was also very cool. Which was also great. But yeah, oh yeah. my God, that, that final bit where they have to catch the little boy out of midair and the... <sighs> monster crashes into the lake and gets eaten by another monster. I was just like, I've got to rewind that and watch that one again. Oh, yeah. Boy, it was just, it's just fun. It's just adventure after adventure with just a little bit of story in the background to kind of tie things in together. I like it. And I just, I wonder, I should look this up. I should have looked this up before, but blah, blah, blah. I guess there had to have been different writers for the book of Boba Fett than there were for Mandalorian and possibly different directors as well. It's just, book of Boba Fett I can't explain all the ways why it didn't work, but I really feel like it didn't work. And then you jump into The Mandalorian. I'm like, I like all of this. I really do. And there's very few instances, I think, of like something that looks overwhelmingly green screeny, even though, you know, with all of these effects, it's all got to be a lot of green screen work. Yes. But but something about those like teenage henchmen of 
Boba Fett and those stupid bikes that they were riding, and none of it looked good. But yet, you've got people flying around on jetpacks all the time, and I'm always always going, so, so yeah, so fun. Shame that the stuff with Grogu still just every time he has to like, he they had him face off against one of the other student Mandalorians and everything, and he did this leap in the air, and I'm like again with the flinging a stuffed animal into the air. You know? <laughs> it does it's never going to stop? Unfortunately, I just yes. I think because he's just he's too tiny i think and his legs are so tiny that there's never going to be a convincing way for him to leap into the air yeah that's okay that's fine whatever but i guess that is going to wrap us up for the week short episode this week because we just haven't been watching things so. <laughs> oh make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews the movie reviews the comic reviews the photo galleries we are one week away from designer con yay eee! lots of pictures gotta have lots of pictures yes that is the good news the bad news is the announcement came out that next year designer con is moving to las vegas which i would like to see vegas again so maybe i could time a visit to your side of the country at some point so i could see designer con but i also understand that that's going to be even more of a pain for the vendors many of whom i don't think liked the switch to anaheim in the first place yeah but that is the locals i know that there are a lot of people who travel vendors and attendees who travel a really long distance to come to designer con so for some of them it may not matter it's like i'm going to fly across country to anaheim or i'm going to fly across country to vegas so maybe they don't mind maybe the vendors don't mind maybe the vendors who really won't mind are the ones who sell a lot so i don't know you know i gotta wonder if if it's more expensive to set up in vegas than it is in los angeles i mean mean, anaheim that's got to be quite a draw for people and they know it's literally a captive market because you're in the middle of the desert so yeah yeah i don't i don't know i'm not part enough of the community i only just recently found out that i still don't know the reason why they moved it from november to december this year but i finally started hearing word that the vendor were not happy about that so i don't know why that happened maybe it all has to do with the anaheim convention center who knows but i'm hoping it's a good show i'm hearing that it will be a bit smaller this year mostly because it is so freaking close to christmas but yeah fingers crossed and i will take lots of pictures one way or the other (laughs) anyway um check out all that and more pixelatedgeek.com so next week we will have two more episodes of world of this oh boy and i completely broke my promise to myself i'm still looking at those fast pass teaser images and Mm. it's not telling me the whole story but it's just making me bite my fingernails going how much longer until the next episode and I just, I hope, I hope that maybe, would it be too much to ask that Apollo gets his comeuppance in the next two episodes? That's probably too quick, right? I might possibly be too quick, unfortunately. Shoot. Shoot. Well, we will certainly discuss it. So one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later.
Dale Cooper. Hang on, car. One moment. Shoot, I think it's gone out of my head. If I, if I sit here quietly, I bet I can get it. She, the leader of the Mandalorians, spoilers, is saying that, what's your bucket? Um, oh, we're going to look this up. We're yep, absolutely yep. going to look this up because there's no possible way. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. 